tell me if this sounds like you. You'd love to see your business and impact consistently move up and to the right. You'd love to serve your clients at a higher level because status quo just isn't your speed. You'd love for your unique voice to be heard in a busy marketplace because you're the real deal and you deliver. If this sounds like you, welcome. You're in the right place. My name is Ginny Townsend. Now, let's up level. What's up, Podcast Nation? Ginny Townsend here, and I want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving week. I mean, obviously, if you're here in the United States, happy Thanksgiving. If you are anywhere else in the country and listening, I hope you're having a great week as well and have a lot to be grateful for. So I'm really excited about this episode. Now, this fall, I've been talking about, well, a lot about webinars and how I believe they are critical, um, you know, to have, to give you the ability to to sell digitally, to sell virtually in 2020 and beyond. I absolutely think it's a skill set. It's an asset to have a webinar, to be able to sell a digital product in this world right now, right? I absolutely believe that wholeheartedly. But something has happened over this last month that led me to pause and listen and then make this episode. (laughs) So was it the election here in the United States? Nope, but that did happen. Was it the announcement of a rapidly approaching vaccine? No, but that did happen as well. Yeah, it's been a big month, right? But here's what happened. I have been having conversation after conversation after conversation with, man, people all kind of throughout my sphere. So colleagues, a client, trusted advisors, extended family, friends I've had for like over 20 years, new friends out here on the East Coast as we're getting to know people. And one topic, one specific topic kept coming up over and over and over, very unplanned And I was almost surprised as it would come up in each conversation. And so can you guess what that topic is that kept coming up over actually a a couple of months now, but this last month was when I was like, okay, I should pause and see what am I supposed to take away from this theme that keeps emerging all over the place? All right. Have you guessed the conversation we had? It was the fact that I'm a rather successful Airbnb host. (laughs) I bet you didn't see that coming, did you? And I mean, obviously, it's not been my main thing. I don't think I've ever mentioned it on this podcast. But yeah, we started hosting in 2016. And, you know, we found it was a way to maximize an asset that we already had. It was a way to add an additional revenue stream to our household. And I believe I've mentioned this before, but for those of you who haven't heard, did you know that the average millionaire has seven separate revenue streams? I remember hearing that for the first time and feeling like my eyes were opened. Like I didn't have to find a job that paid X amount. You just, you add revenue streams. That's how you get a goal. And I remember thinking to myself when I heard that, I'm like, okay, challenge accepted. (laughs) And, but you know, here's the actual interesting, well, I think there's, I think there's several interesting things about this, but I think you'll find this interesting as well is I was actually an accidental Airbnb host when I started out. Right. And actually I'm an accidental six figure Airbnb host. So, I mean, it like, it's been fun 
And I mean, how we have it set up and, you know, like I'm happy to share whatever to help you all out, but it never took up more than, I mean, I was thinking back and looking at like, even when I was just setting up systems and setting up processes and things like that, I don't think it really ever took more than 10 hours or so a month. Yeah. And like I said, more on that later. So yeah, I'll, don't you worry. I'll, I'll share the goods, but now back to this, this, this conversation, you know, that I, I started the podcast with of like, okay, I've been talking a lot about being able to add revenue streams using a digital product that is sold by a webinar and how I think that's incredibly powerful to have here in 2020. But I feel like there is a hunger for information about short-term rentals. And obviously, when I say Airbnb, that's just shorthand for, you know, there's there's so many other different sites that are big and also really niche, like uh, VRBO.com, HomeAway.com, and many others. So so what I'm saying by Airbnb, it's kind of like the Kleenex, right? They kind of, they, they are the category king of this short-term rental experience. But yeah, so back to the pivot conversation, right? I help people develop strategies and marketing to help build wealth, like to help create wealth, right? So webinars, that fits squarely within this statement, right? I think so. Um, but webinars are simply, like I said, a digital asset that oftentimes sells another digital asset, right? So as I thought a lot about these conversations, about my success with a more tangible asset, an Airbnb or a short-term rental, I pondered if I should pivot what I'm talking about here on the podcast to include both digital and tangible strategies. If I shared more about my success as an Airbnb host, would it be a distraction? You know, would it be a distraction from what I'm working on? Um, and, you know, worse, would it be a distraction from who I'm already helping? So because I don't feel like adding something without having, you know, some thought behind it, some thought about the strategy, how much time it would take, the value it would add, I brought all of these questions to some trusted advisors as well as colleagues, friends, and so on. And you know what? Everyone loved the idea. They all thought, you know what, this fits you. Obviously, you've had tremendous success here as well. So why not talk about it? Especially if there is, like if it keeps coming up over and over and people keep asking you questions about how you did it, how you did it, how you did it. Why not? Why not open that up and and help you out? So strategies are strategies, right? And wealth creation is wealth creation. Assets are assets. And now, obviously, in our time we have digital assets as well as tangible assets. But I do believe that it, it even though it is a, a pivot to include, I'm not pivoting away, I'm pivoting to include more tangible, tangible assets. I'm so excited to be going for this to be able to take us all on a fun adventure to learn about having a short term rental or you know what, depending on your goal, depending on your strategies, maybe a few of them, they can bring you but even just one can bring you much closer to your financial freedom and to your time freedom, which is 
at its core what this show is about, right? That's why there are the strategies and also the marketing for the wealth creation. It's to create the financial freedom and the time freedom. Now, I can almost hear, and this is the one thing, by the way, that I don't like about podcasts is I would love to immediately know what you're thinking as you're listening to this, but I don't have that ability, at least as I'm recording this. So I know a question you may have is like, well, okay, it's 2020. How has the pandemic affected Airbnb? One would imagine that people are traveling less, that, you know, people are, yeah, just they're staying home. But I'm here to tell you, shockingly, it has not negatively been impacted in so many different areas. Now I say like if, you know, like the more kind of, I would imagine like, I'm picturing if there was an Airbnb that was targeted towards people coming into Manhattan to go to a Broadway show and things like that. Yeah, that now that that Airbnb might not be doing well. But ones that are outside of a very dense city, um, all throughout the country, rates have remained the same or have increased. And the numbers of nights per month have remained strong as well. So regardless of a pandemic, this this market has remained strong. Isn't that incredible? Obviously, in, in areas where people, you know, not like I said, not in like downtown dense cities, but, but more out in the suburbs and into the more rural areas, very strong. Awesome. Okay. So um, another question you may have, <laughs> I would imagine, I feel like I, as I'm listening to myself, I would ask about this, an accidental Airbnb host. <laughs> so yes, so it was not this big strategic move. I had no spreadsheets involved. We actually lived, our primary home was a few hours away from the San Francisco Bay Area, and my husband's job transferred us there, so transferred us to the Bay. So we loved our house, didn't want to sell it, and we knew moving to the Bay, everyone, respectfully, if you're listening from the Bay, but you'll, I hope you'll, you'll hear the love in what I'm saying here, is like, everyone lives in a shoebox, right? And so we're like, ah, oh, man, we would have to, you know, pack up so much of our stuff, and have it in storage and I had this thought turns out like quite a thought I wonder if we could rent this out furnished while we're there because also we didn't know how long term this role would be in the bay it wasn't intended to be a permanent move we just didn't know how long it would be so like okay we can you know we can furnish a one bedroom in the bay what if we just like rented out our home a few hours away um, on Airbnb and other and other sites too by the way, but, but yes, so that's actually how, how we became Airbnb hosts. It was kind of an accident. It was certainly not this wildly strategic move, like I said, but it turned out to be an amazing move, an absolutely amazing move. Okay. So yet another question you may be having as I'm talking about this is have you abandoned webinars? Um, I hope I hope I made this clear, but just in case, absolutely not. You know, if, feel free to reach out. If you want to talk about developing your webinar or, as I call, filling the virtual room, I'm air quoting right now, but like getting people to actually show up to your webinar, reach out. And you can book a time to talk with me if you go to talkwithginny.com. Um, that is my virtual coffee chat um, scheduling link. So yeah, feel free. I've not abandoned it. I just feel like this is incredibly timely and 
I want to give as many resources to this amazing community as possible. Okay, so that is a little bit story about about my pivot. And my pivot, like I said, wasn't necessarily changing directions. It was more opening the stage to be able to talk about a bit more, but just making sure it fit within the value that um, you as the listener would love to hear. Would I still be helping you reach your the same goal of financial freedom and time freedom and all that? But I was thinking too, I was like, okay, is there anything else that I can like wrap this episode up with? Because it's a little bit like I'm kind of talking about my story here and I definitely want to make sure you feel served. So questions to ask if you're thinking about pivoting, whether it be, um, you know, whatever the pivot is at whatever level it is. I wanted to come up with a few questions that really helped me work through this and then the conversations I had with trusted advisors and I'll have them on my website. If you go to jennytownsend.com slash podcast, you'll see the show notes for this and I have those of these questions written out. But in any way, to the questions themselves, okay, the pivot questions to ask. Does the pivot fit who you are? You know, there may be like, oh my gosh, that sounds brilliant or whatever, but it doesn't really feel like it fits, you know? Um, I would say if it doesn't feel like it fits, that's at least a a red flag, a yellow flag, like cause for pause, maybe get some more um, insights and feedback on that. But if if it feels like you, it fits who you are, okay. Like I feel like that's, you, you pass the first gate, right? Another question is, Will you still be able to serve the same audience? Will you be leaving your people high and dry? Are you departing from them? Or could you, with this pivot, continue to add new value to your audience? Another question is, does it, and it's, it's a similar question, it's more nuanced, but does it multiply what you're already working on or is it a true departure? So with every business, with every project, oftentimes, I mean, it's like a rocket, right? Like a rocket, I want to say, uses about 75% of its fuel just to get out of the atmosphere, like to get off of the ground and out of the atmosphere. And then it just, you know, whatever, once it's off of the ground, it just doesn't require as much energy. And we're, our projects and our businesses are the same way. We use most of our energy actually getting it off of the ground. So does it multiply the efforts you've already put in or is it a true departure? You just want to walk away from, you know, whatever you're working. There's not a wrong answer. It's just something to be mindful of. Another question is, does the pivot involve maybe like a short-term trend or does it have a longer trajectory? So is this going to be, do you think like a permanent thing or is this more of a blip in the radar? You see an opportunity and you, you want to pounce and take advantage of whatever trend is is currently happening that, you know, has your eye. And then um, finally, I think a question that is worth asking is, does the pivot affect you, your business, your project at its core? Or is it more of a fringe? Like, so for instance, actually at the beginning, um, the idea that we had to make our house an Airbnb was not at all the core. It was kind of a fringe. It actually helped us. We joked about having people pay us to store our furniture. Like, it, you know, like, obviously, it was more than that. We wanted to make sure they had a great experience and all the but, but effectively, 
it, it solved a problem. We didn't have to like load everything up, move it to a storage unit. So that is wildly fringe. If you think about like your whole life is, you know, a picture of your whole life. But sometimes pivots do affect at the core. Sometimes there are, like I said, more fringe. So I hope you found those questions useful. I hope you found this episode useful too. Um, I've been thinking about how to approach it to make sure, like I said, to add value to you, not just be like, hey, <laughs> this is what I'm working on. But I, I hope you're as excited as I am to go on this short-term rental adventure. And um, go ahead and if you have any specific questions you would like me to cover in an upcoming episode, uh, please just DM me on Instagram. My handle is it's Jenny Townsend. And to be honest, I don't use that a ton but I do plan on it and I will have, you know, I will be building more. But if you go there and you're like, oh, there's just a handful of posts. Yep. 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 That's me. (laughs) So please just DM me there with any questions you have. And I will happily do an episode, um, to, to answer your question, to help you out. So thank you again for joining me today. Thank you as always for listening to this podcast and until next time, continue to be up and to the right.